Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to the latest Mountain West Connection Daily Hike podcast. Jeremy Moss here once again. I think we're getting the hang of these. I'm getting them up nearly every day. Uh, the most recent one, we had Oregon State previewing that game as they take on Colorado State. So check that out in our feed or head over to Stitcher, iTunes, uh, YouTube, Blog Talk Radio. Now on TuneIn. And today's edition with it being uh, Friday, end of the week. Hope people are going to enjoy this one. It's the all Josh Allen show for the Daily Hike edition. This past week, it seems that any outlets including us, and more to come as I have a video I'm working on and some other articles that let's just jump right into the 2018 NFL draft, talking about Josh Allen being a potential top 10 pick, how he came out of nowhere, how he uh, was in Firebaugh, California, just 45-ish miles from Fresno State who didn't even recruit him. And we're going to go over some news and notes that, as I said, are all Josh Allen related. So we had stuff from CBS, a couple stuff from Bleacher Report, where Adam Kramer hung out there for a couple of days at least before the draft to get to know him. We find out who he's training with, who Craig Bull compares him to. There's so much Josh Allen stuff, and it's, like I said, the middle of May. The season hasn't started. NFL draft is, what, 50 weeks away or something like that, 48 weeks away from actually happening Next year, but here's what's been said right now. One of the most interesting things coming out of these articles is if you take a look at what was uh, mentioned over at CBSSports.com. This was a Dennis Dodd piece, pretty lengthy. What he did, and well, apparently um, Johnny Manziel is hanging out with uh, Josh Allen. That may not necessarily be the best thing for him, but or it could be. Hey, Johnny Football realized that he kind of screwed up and is going to help. Uh, Josh Allen out to avoid those uh, the alcohol, the drinking, uh, him taking a stack of money at the casino in, a, I believe, the Indian Reservations or Native American casinos hanging out there in Dallas, Oklahoma. Hopefully there's uh, some more teaching that way going on compared to what he did. Uh, but yet, you're out in Laramie, not as much to do if you're in College Station. You're 80 miles from Houston, uh, San Antonio, Austin are all within easy driving range, but the piece by Dennis Dodd, definitely check all these out. We have it linked in our article as well, but like I say, he's hanging out with Manziel. He's going to be training with George Whitfield, the famed quarterback guru, and Manziel's kind of part of that group, but then Craig Bull mentions his coach. Remind you, this is his coach talking about saying, quote, he's a uh, brag, he's a Brett Favre kind of guy, which makes sense. If you watch um, the video I put together, it's in a uh, piece about getting to know Josh Allen took a lot of quotes from these other ones as well but if you look at what he did incorrectly this past year he forced a lot of things and I you'll probably hear me repeat this a lot but like the Nebraska game he had six total turnovers Um, one pick six wasn't his fault bounce off receiver but he tried to do too much forcing through a similar thing in the Poinsettia Bowl versus BYU that final drive he had a couple players open but tried to force it for the touchdown down the middle of the field he had a, I believe, a third and long play in the Mountain West Championship game where he tried to run. 
He does have good feet, of course, where he fumbled the ball there. And, of course, um, he rolls out and kind of just slings it down the field. There's a couple of throws I noticed in some highlights looking over. He's rolling to the outside of the sideline, kind of just leans out of bounds, throws it 30 yards down the field to find a guy. He does make those similar type of plays. Again, not saying he's as good as Brett Favre or that's what Craig Bull is insinuating, but he's mentioning that, hey, he takes risks. He likes to sling it out there. He has a good arm, a big arm to make these plays. So there's those things going on about the Josh Allen. One other interesting note in the, well, one of the many, the piece by uh, Adam Kramer, yeah, Bleacher Report, who spent time with him, mentioned, and a quote from George Whitfield, which is pretty inter- interesting. I guess Whitfield asked this of all the guys he's uh, about to coach or work with, and he's worked with guys like Cam Newton, a lot of high-profile players. And I guess one thing he asked is, is about, like, could you today go up against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, defense, assuming because we know Allen was uh, potentially or thinking about going to the draft last year. And his answer immediately was no, which was different from what other quarterbacks told Whitfield in the past. And being humble and, heck, playing UNLV's defense or even San Diego State's defense, Hawaii, uh, Utah State, clearly much different than playing Pittsburgh Steelers defense. But here's one thing that describes like the hype's getting out of control. We're participating in it as well. And there's just maybe Josh Allen won't have a great year, be picked in the fourth round, still very good. But a lot of people saying him first round, number one overall. But what Whitfield said, he's coached everybody. I believe he also coaches Tom Brady or did coach Tom Brady, saying, quote, his talent is mythical. What calling him mythical? That's stretch for a guy who completed 58% of his passes last year and had 11 of 16 interceptions in four losses. Whitfield goes on to say he's got Cam's frame, Cam Newton, but he can actually stop and start. And he also has the antenna of Manziel, meaning he can find an awareness on the field. And it's not a, not a referendum on talent. He also talks about uh, flight hours. He's young, talented pilot, needs some more starts. He's only had, I believe, 14 career starts in the, in the FBS level. And before he got hurt, he only had one start um, before he broke that collarbone in 2015. And he just needs, uh, what Phil says, needs more hours in the plane. Kind of a weird analogy, I guess. But it makes sense. You heard about Mitchell Trubisky only having uh, one-year starts and people kind of uh, thinking twice about why did the Bears trade up to get him when they signed Mike Glennon to that huge contract. And so more reps, another year of starting, which would give him about 28 starts or so, Twenty. Over 20 starts at least. He had 14 this year, barely one the year before 15, about 25 starts minimum. Could be up to 28 depending how far uh, the Wyoming Cowboys go. If they go to a um, New York Six Bowl game, any bowl game, conference title game, of course. And a couple of other notes um, about how he could be taken higher is that when you look at that same, I think this is a Jason Lockham floor saying, talking to multiple scouts, you know, he could be a number one overall. And with teams trading up, like Allen could be one of those guys because the Bears traded up, Texans traded up for a quarterback in the draft. You also had uh, who, yeah, Kansas City Chiefs traded to get Patrick Mahomes from Texas Tech to eventually take over for Alex Smith there. And Allen was um, just hanging out in the uh, his apartment to drive like, hey, that could have been me a top 10 pick. But he's going to try or attempt to try to have a normal college life for one last year because he's not yet even 21 years old. And there's a good piece about in the Fresno B where he's back in town for at least a couple weeks in his hometown in Fireball, which, if you don't know, it's a Fresno town, essentially. And here's something he mentioned to 
to that paper. He goes, I'm 20 years old. Just just to be able to experience another year of college, to be able to turn 21, go out with my friends and do all that stuff before I get to an NFL team and everything's spotlighted and magnified. Every camera is on your time. You go, excuse me. Every camera is on you every time you go out. Dude, that's already going to happen now. I know he's a big guy in Laramie, clearly smaller town. People know him from local restaurants, went to Dickie's Barbecue. Like, hey, I know your order. Here's here's what's coming up for you. Here's your plate of food. Get your ribs, mashed potatoes, uh, baked beans, whatever you're getting from that place. And it's there must be magnified. Like, there's going to be scouts coming into town to check out all his games, especially when they play Oregon early in the year, when they play their non-conference schedule, when they play some better teams, when they're playing Boise State. Um, we'll see if Utah State has a better defense and see what he could do against that team. Playing, um, I don't believe they play San Diego State this year. I don't have the Cowboys schedule memorized, but they go to Iowa, so look for scouts to be at that game to see when he goes up against a Big Ten team. Yeah, they play at Boise State defense usually is good. They Now, they miss San Diego State, but there'll be a lot of scouts. They play the Rams, the Colorado State defense. Marty English picked it up last year quite a bit in that second half. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of attention placed on him. Clear, clearly not the same if he goes to or whatever NFL team drafts him next year, whether I don't want to mention any cities, but any basically any NFL team you go to, there's going to be cameras everywhere, particularly if he's the number one pick, like you got the Jets want a quarterback, Niners. Jacksonville's not set on Blake Bortles unless he has a crazy good year. This time around next season, they could be looking for a quarterback. A lot of teams could use a quarterback. Heck, Houston Texans, who I like, uh, even though they got Deshaun Watson, hey, who knows? So stuff could happen there. I've been burned too many times by quarterbacks down in, in Houston. So there's a lot of places he could end up going, but there's like this hype is just out of control. I'm trying like you got other guys like Sam Darnold could be a top pick. He play he may be the more glorified name because out in USC plays the Pac twelve out in LA there. He could be a top pick coming out, which I think part I really think part of the reason people are gleaning to Josh Allen is that yes, he's a good quarterback, but he's also not from this big time school, so they're intrigued by what he can do. Maybe a good comparison could be Ben Roethlisberger a little bit. He went to Miami, Ohio, a Mac school. Players like that, or even Alex Smith, University of Utah, when he was in the Mountain West, he went to the 2004 Fiesta Bowl, beating up on Pitt undefeated. There might be more intrigue because, heck, this is Wyoming. People know Craig Bull, where he led North Dakota State to national titles, beating FBS teams. And then also, undoubtedly, there'll be the Carson Wentz comparison because Bull recruited him to... Uh, Sioux Falls there, got him drafted number two by the Eagles. So there's always going to be that connection. And I'd like the piece I mentioned, and there's also a football study hall piece as well that mentioned this as well. I linked to in my uh, piece I write about. But the reason he wasn't recruited higher, he had only two recruits, or excuse me, two offers as a recruit. Fresno State barely recruited him. Eastern Michigan and Wyoming, that were the only offers he had. And it's kind of fitting he played Eastern Michigan last year. And maybe that's why he tried so hard with that one play where he tried to dive in the end zone about four yards away, came up short. Good effort, but not quite there. And here's what he mentioned a quote directly to Adam Kramer. He goes, you didn't find me, referring to any other team. You didn't find me, and you didn't offer me. I don't like your team, and I don't like your program. He only respects clearly Wyoming. And then again, he mentions Eastern Michigan is the only team he um, respects for them or respects, obviously, outside of uh, the Wyoming team he's with. And so he's, he has motivation. There was a growth spurt as well. Grew three inches, had about 
what, 180 to 235, but he played baseball. He was a point guard for his basketball team. He didn't go on this camp circuits like there's these guys that specialize so much in their particular sport. Like they try to group a quarterback when they're eight years old, 10 years old, 12 years old, go to every rivals, Under Armour, 24-7 camp out there. But instead he played these other sports, which you learn a different skill set. Maybe that's where the basketball comes in, where how he's so athletic and able to uh, run better than most a lot of other quarterbacks do, kind of a dual threat type of guy, yet he still throws it as a traditional quarterback. It will be fine in a pro-style set. But playing multiple sports is a way to have other skills. And he wasn't on the circuit where no seven-on-sevens very often, not in those tournaments. And so not that he was missed. But typically, if you're good, you'll be found. But again, if you're 6'2", 180, and run a 5'5", 40, not many people are going to recruit you despite seeing the talent you have. But he, again, he grew three inches, 35 pounds, went to one year of JUCO. Even after the JUCO year, nothing really happened. And preceding that out of high school, his coach, like, okay, he's from a fi- the small town of Fireball. Not, not many Division I athletes come through there. So it's like, what's the point of stopping by? There, His coach there said, yeah, there'd be schools that would come by coaches but it wouldn't really progress he would send teams film he said he'd never hear back even though he was do- like his coach yeah it's your high school coach and you're gonna prop him up but got zero responses he threw for over 3,000 yards 37 tds uh combined rushing passing never heard back from anybody his dream was to go to fresno state and if you look at this time the fresno state uh, when he was a recruit was 2014 just after Derek carr so it's not like they had a quarterback set in stone to be the guy because ever since then obviously if you know anything about Fresno State football they have not had a great quarterback since Carr after 2014 maybe Chase and Virgil's the guy but they it could have been the size like maybe a Tim Deruder whoever whoever was recruiting the area didn't see any uh, benefit in going after him but like season tickets for family went to an unofficial visit nothing offered his offers out of high school NAIA, some Division three programs, a couple of JUCOs where he eventually went to, would say, hey, come here, we'll get you better, stronger, bigger, and uh, sell the dream of, hey, you can get a D1 offer if you play here for a couple years with us. And Allen also says, uh, I didn't want to walk onto a Division one program. He wanted to earn the scholarship, and he felt he was scholarship worthy. And also, he didn't want to put his parents through any financial because, heck, college is expensive. So there's a lot of good stuff. So I rec- I just read all these pieces I mentioned and go to our website as well, mwcconnection.com. That's where they're all listed. And we're going to talk about more Josh Allen. Like I said, I have another article coming out. I have a cool video I'm trying to put together. Man, videos take a while to get going. So hoping that uh, sees uh, the light of day this week when I have a bit more time. But thanks for listening. I'm enjoying these shorter little podcasts. And a lot of you out there have told me you've enjoyed them as well. So we'll try to do these a couple days a week, almost daily, in addition to our week-long hour-plus podcast. And we got a couple lined up for those team previews, which will go within the daily hike, but won't have these news and notes, but focus on like our most recent one, Oregon State. Our Wisconsin one was out of the norm, 45 minutes with Jake Kokorowski. But we have lined up this week with we'll University of Utah. They're playing San Jose State, South Florida. We're going to talk to Alabama as they play a couple of Mountain West teams. So stay tuned for that. Give us a review. We'd love it. iTunes, Stitcher. Blog Talk Radio. Tell a couple friends if you like this show. That would really help us out to spread the word of what we're doing. It's the off season. We're trying to get through this all together. 
Josh Allen stuff is helping um, with NBA draft coming up with Cameron Oliver officially signing with an agent with some Boise State basketball news, players coming and going. Check that stuff out from Eli Bedker. But again, thanks for listening to this latest podcast. As always, you got it. We are biased against your team.